The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Leadership today is more than just a position in an organization. It's also a mix of proven practices that produce results. Welcome to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. Our program will bring you the how and why of successfully led businesses or organizations with not-for-profit goals and how you can apply the Adesis Methodology and make it work for you. Now, here is Dr. Ishak Adesis. Hello, this is Dr. Ishak Adizis, and this time I'm talking to you from Moscow, Russia, where I'm doing some consulting for the largest bank of Russia, with 20,000 branches, 250,000 employees, and $15 billion in profits a year. Profits, not revenues. It's an enormous job. And I'm spending a lot of time here, practically more than 50% of my time. And this is not the first client I work in Russia. Somehow my books have been being published here and bestsellers, so I became a consultant in demand. And let me share with you what I'm noticing here in the Russian situation. I think you might find it very interesting. I will tell you from an experience I had, and that will make maybe the point. Uh, It started with the first time I was lecturing in Kiev, and I had around 300 participants listening to my lecture. I do not use PowerPoints, because if I use PowerPoint, I have to respond uh, to follow the PowerPoint, and then I'm stuck. I cannot adapt myself to the audience. I have to follow whatever I pre-planned, so I feel I'm, I become a slave to the PowerPoint rather than responsive to the clients. Instead of PowerPoint, I use an overhead projector. Uh, people accuse me of being very old-fashioned, but it gives you the flexibility to do whatever I want on the stage. This time, as I was lecturing, they put the PowerPoint, uh, the, sorry, the overhead projector a little bit high, high enough that I could not actually see what I was doing. By mistake, the transparency I was writing on turned to the, was turned to the right, which means that people that were watching the transparency on the screen had to twist their head sideways and watch it like uh, putting the neck to the, to the shoulder. Only towards the end of my lecture, towards the end of my lecture, I happened to turn my head and looked at the screen and I realized that the transparency was uh, uh, sideways. I was shocked. 
nobody from the audience. These were top managers, top executives, even the dean of the business school was in the audience. Not even one person stopped my lecture and told me, Professor, this is your transparency sideways. Nothing, not one word. Now, if it happened in United States, somebody will politely say, Dr. Adizes, your transparency is out of place. In Israel, they will be screaming from the audience, hey, what are you doing? Look at your transparency. In Ukraine, it was total silence. Wow. I wondered, why is that? And my assumption was, they do not challenge authority. So, the next time I was lecturing for the Academy of Economics of Russia in Moscow, and I had over a thousand people in the audience. This time, I twisted the transparency, not by mistake, but on purpose, to see if anybody in the audience would react. Again, this was top managers, top executives, professors, deans of the different business schools, again, not a word, total silence. And then I realized that there was never a democracy in Russia, never. Either had the Tsar or the communist regime, you know, they have a very strong guy in Putin. They are not used to, they are not used to, criticize authority. And that shows also what happens in meetings. As I was going to speak to you today about how the this methodology differs from typical consulting, in the this methodology, I work with the top management and jointly we make the changes necessary. I provide the tools, they provide the content, and jointly we co-create the changes necessary and implement them. But that means that they don't write reports. At the methodology, we don't write reports. We actually work with a client that requires up to 30 people in the room. And here is the first problem that we have is that this methodology working in this country. The moment the president, the top guy, the top dog shows up, discussion stops. There is no discussion. Total silence, waiting for instructions what to do, and whatever the top person says, the managing director, the president, the chairman, whatever his title is, that's the <laughs> instruction. There is no discussion. God forbid there is no disagreement. There is no way to challenge silence which makes it very difficult to work because you cannot find out what do the people think. They don't dare to think. And that reminded me of a joke, and I told them at the Academy of Economics, when I saw that they are not reacting, they're not saying anything about the slide, I stopped it and I said, you know, guys, it reminds me of a joke. And the joke is, before I said the joke, basically, the insight here is that Russian executives, individually, they are really head and shoulders above 
most of the executives that I know from around the world, and I've lectured in 52 countries, so I've had experience. They are outstanding. They are articulate, smart, intelligent, creative, uh, 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 um, very well educated, fantastic. I mean, I could put any Russian executive against any other executive around the world. I would not worry that they're going, not going to be able to stand the ground. But what's the problem? The system does not allow them to use their brain. That's what the problem is. As an individual, you ask them questions, you interview them, impressive. But the moment they're in a room, especially if there's a managing director there, silence. Which, as I said, reminds me of a joke, and I told them at the Academy of Economics the joke about a person that lost his brain, went to a store to buy brain, and they told him, this brain, PhD in physics, $20,000. This brain, a Nobel Prize winner, half a million dollars. That brain, Mikhail brain, $1 million. So he surprisingly said, wait a moment. A, a PhD in physics, 200000 a Nobel Prize, 500000 Why Mikhail a million? And the answer was because it's a totally new brain, never used. That's a problem with the system. They don't use the brain they have. About several weeks ago, I think about a month ago, I was invited to Medvedev, to his residency, the president of Russia. And we had a conversation. And I told him the same thing. I said, you know, Mr. President, you are putting a lot of attention and a lot of emphasis on management education. They're spending millions of dollars on a school called Skolkovo, extremely expensive, tried to be like the Harvard of Russia. The problem is not education of individuals. The problem is not improving the quality of the seeds. The seeds are good enough. The problem is that the ground, that the earth is frozen. It cannot grow in that environment. What we need to do is change the environment. The, the seeds themselves are outstanding. Nothing to worry about the seeds. It is the environment in which they operate, which is the problem. So, what do we do about it? How do we change that environment? That will be the, what we are going to discuss after the break. I wish you to come back. Thank you. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Adesis Management Methodology increases the speed at which organizations are able to implement change and solve their problems. The methodology introduces an innovative process, culture, and system that allow organizations to achieve dramatic growth in both revenue and profits. Build your success from within. Adesis Management Methodology is delivered by the Adesis Institute with offices worldwide. Introducing a new management paradigm. Visit www.adesis.com for the Adesis Institute today. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. 
The Adesis Speakers Bureau can present the Adesis methodology and its approach to harnessing the power of change to your top management team. The presentations, either in person or via a live video hookup, can be delivered in a two-, four-, or six-hour format. Participants can derive immediate benefit from the material and put their new knowledge to use right away. For luncheons, corporate retreats, and strategic planning meetings presented in a variety of languages, visit www.adesis.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. What does it mean the ground is frozen? It's very difficult to be entrepreneurial in a country which is very corrupt. You have to oil you have to feed different government officials to get the permits, to get the permission to work or to hold on to your business. So anybody that's entrepreneurial is scared to build a business which might be taken away from them by the government or by government officials or by corrupt politicians, so you don't feel comfortable because you don't feel safe. See, entrepreneurship occurs in a safe environment. You, why? Because you need all the energy to build something. So if the energy is being wasted on fighting politicians, fighting government, fighting bureaucracy, there's no energy to build a business, which requires an enormous amount of energy. So there is a problem here with corruption. And I told that. I told that uh, it was not hidden. But how do you solve that kind of a problem? It just occurred to me that it's not only Russia, it's all the countries in transition. You will find out corruption all over Eastern Europe and not only Eastern Europe. And come think of it, I live in Santa Barbara, you can say there is corruption there too, quote unquote. What does that mean? That's not called corrupt, they're called expeditors. What does that mean? If you want to build something, you need a license, but it takes forever for the government to give you the license, the local government. You hire an expeditor, and who is this expeditor? Somebody who has worked for the local government before, for the department that gives licenses, he knows the inner working of the department, and now is a freelancer outside of the department, sells his or her services 
to expedite your demand, to expedite your request for a license. You pay them and they go and find a way to circumvent some barriers and speed up the process of getting the license faster. What is that? That is also corruption. Do you see that? It's not called bribe, but what is it? Paying somebody to make the bureaucracy work. And I think the same thing is true now in developing countries. Corruption is a response of the market to make the system work because the system is not organized right and there is no transparency, there is no clarity. And because there is no transparency and there is a very messy bureaucracy, that, that is a situation that calls for bribe. In order to make the system work, people have to pay, and then guess what? The system will work. Otherwise, the system will not work. So how do you fight? How do you fight corruption? It is not by killing the mosquitoes. It is by drying the swamp. What does it mean? Kill the demand. Kill the supply, there will be no demand. How do you kill the supply? Have outstanding, transparent administration. And now what happens? There's no need for expeditors, there is no need for any favors, there is no need for bribery in order to make it work. So by improving the A, bribery, corruption, which is a manifestation of lack of A, will be disappearing. That requires special effort, tremendous amount of effort. But you know something, United States had corruption as well. You know, what were these railroad barons if not corrupt people? Every country had its corruption. What we need to do is get through it. How? By getting better organized and transparent. So, where are we now? What am I doing here is consulting, but let me tell you what really I'm doing here, because I think it will be very interesting for people to know. I'm not a consultant. I use the word consultant because if I use any other word, people will not know what the hell I'm doing, or what the Disease Institute, the practices my methodology is doing. And at Disease Institute, we have offices all over the world. We have over, the, over 50 people that are trained and certified to use this methodology, which is a totally new paradigm in management consulting. That's why we call it synergetic consulting, to differentiate it from top, typical consulting, which in my mind, my opinion, does not work. What is this synergetic, which is also registered word, synergetic consulting? It comes from taking two words together, symbiotic and synergetic. Putting these two words together, I created a new word, which I have registered, symbergetic. And what is symbergetic consulting? First of all, symbiotic, what does it mean? You create a climate of win-win, where people share, it is not a climate, a system where some make it and some <laughs> do not make it, 
but all make it because it recognizes the interdependency between the parts that comprise an organization. And what is synergetic? Synergetic means that out of diversity, diversity that works together creates extra variable added value. It's called synergy. Two plus three is not five. Two plus three is six. Two and three means they're different. By interacting, the differences create an added value. That's why it's synergetic. So it's a system that is synergetic and symbiotic. Synergetic means it's grossful, but all those that are involved benefit from it. They're involved, exchange, build, and share. That's why synergetic methodology, a synergetic methodology. That's a paradigm shift in the consulting profession. How do we do that? What's the difference? Many, many differences. Many differences. As a matter of fact, today I was um, watching as an observer a consulting firm presenting to the banks of all that they've done, and I was so practically disgusted. I got up and left after one hour. I couldn't take it. There's so much waste money, so much wasted money in the consulting profession that it is pathetic. What is different? Our system works. What is this? This is methodology, synergetic methodology that works. First of all, we do not write reports. We do not tell people what to do. We do not paternalize them. We do not claim to know more than they do. We do not follow the medical analogy. In the medical analogy, the medical doctor with many, many years of training knows better than the patient. The patient comes in, <laughs> scared, weak. The doctor is all knowledgeable, gives him a prescription. If you consult him from, it's called a report. And it is up to the patient to implement what the doctor told him to do. We do not do that. What do we do? After the break. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Learn about applying the ADESIS methodology in your organization's decision-making process. Our comprehensive training programs include a three-day introduction to the ADESIS methodology, Breakthrough to Prime, and Leading Highly Effective Teams, a detailed seven-day seminar. The seminars are valuable for corporate leaders, key executives, and others involved in the decision-making process. Our trainings are available around the world and in multiple languages. For more information about these and other training programs available, please visit adesis.com. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Join the Adesis Graduate School for online master's and Ph.D. programs. Get involved with in-depth research into how change can be managed on many levels 
across disciplines and cultures worldwide. The clinical programs train practitioners with methods that have been used with exceptional results by certified Adesis associates and clients for decades. Core concepts include the proven Adesis theory and spiral dynamics, an emerging theory of human social evolution. For more information, go to adesisgraduateschool.org. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. So what does Adesis Synergetic Methodology do? Since we don't write reports, we really follow, analogy-wise, the therapeutic methodology. What does it mean? In the medical analogy, the patient has a question, the doctor has the answer. In the therapeutic methodology, psychotherapeutic methodology, the doctor has a question, the patient has to come with the answer. You turn the tables. And what we have to know is what questions to ask and what sequence to ask them so that we can, and we can help the patient find for himself what, answer, what answers he believes in that he's going to implement, which means the responsibility for implementation is still on the client, but the client has to come with the answer, the solution to his, to his problem. We provide... The tools, we provide the sequence in which to ask the questions so that they can arrive at their own conclusions that they're focused on implementing. Major difference. That's why we don't write reports. We work up to 30 people in the room, lead them through a series of questions which are all prescribed and, and, and researched what is the right sequence to ask, to talk, what the right sequence to pose the questions. And as they discuss the answers, they will arrive at their conclusions, there will be consensus, and they are going to be committed to implement their solution. That's a difference number one. Difference number two, we do not say what they should do. That's what consulting is, what management should do, what owners should do, what labor should do, what the organization should do. No, 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 no. We talk what we should do. So we always insist that in the room be what we call copy, be the people that have authority to decide. So we don't have a committee that recommends and then somebody else decides. No. The people with authority are in the room so they can decide. Then all those people that the person with authority needs for implementation who can undermine the implementation, who can undermine the solution. They should be in the room in designing the solution. In other words, I claim people that row the boat don't rock the boat. So who can rock the boat? Bring them in to row. What does it mean? For instance, 
when we ask ourselves, whom do you need to implement the solution? Whatever the solution is, we don't know what the solution is yet. But assume that you know the direction. Who do you need for it? Who can undermine your solution and not enable it to be implemented? Very often they will tell me, the trade union. Well, bring the leaders of the trade union to the room. Let them participate in making a decision. Wow, this is a... <laughs> This is a paradigm shift, yes. People get scared and say, what? Those that are undermining us, you want to bring them in? I said, sure, because I want to hear what they have to say so that when we design the solution, their objections are being taken, to, taken care of and, 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 and incorporated in the solution. I don't have a solution that's going to be undermined later on. What's the, what's the use? A solution that's not implemented in the spirit by which it was made it's a bad solution. That's why the consulting industry has a very low level of effectiveness. Billions of dollars are being spent on reports that never get implemented. They're very right, very smart, very well researched, but the power structure is resenting it and rejecting it. So what's the use? Just waste of money. I would rather have an average decision that they implement than an outstanding decision that they never implement. So I want to have the dissension up front in the room, taking responsibility for designing the solution. Now, I know some of you are going to say, you are naive, Dr. Adinus. They are going to come in, undermine, don't allow anything to happen. Well, that's not my experience, 44 years. They come in at the beginning, don't want to participate, sit down quietly, watching what's going on. But then when they realize that we are genuine, we truly want to solve the problems of the company, and by solving the problems of the company, it will be better for them as well. That's why it's symbiotic, we are interdependent. They join, and they contribute, and we really make better decisions that are implemented without much difficulty later on. Which means in the Disney methodology, implementation is almost assured. I would say more than 90% of the cases, 44 years of experience, 52 countries, whatever the group arrives at is implemented. And if it's not perfect, if there is a mistake, we correct it later on. They correct it later on. So it's a learning environment because once they learn how to work together, they can continue working together later on too. So, a methodology is therapeutic, psychotherapeutic, in terms of analogy. We work with the client with responsibility to solve the problems himself or herself. Two, it's participative. What else? It is systematic. What do you mean by systematic? We have a sequence by which we go in helping a client. Many clients come to us and say, Dr. Adizas, or whatever, Adizas Institute, we are losing market share. Would you please give us advice? What should be our reward system to motivate the salesman? We tell them that interesting, but we cannot do it now. We'll do it next year because it's too early to deal with that. What do you mean too early? We need to improve motivation. So <laughs> if you pay more, that's not going to motivate people more. You have to find out why they're demotivated in the first place, and it might not be money. 
By the way, it's not mighty. It's probably always not money. Something else is holding the motivation. So what do we need to do? Well, first let's do a diagnosis. And we teach, take three days, it's a three-day workshop. We teach all the top management to sit down in one room at the same time and diagnose the company, what it's in the life cycle, what is, which problems are normal, which problems are abnormal, and then jointly, by consensus, arrive in a plan of action. Believe me, it can be done. We've taken companies that cannot agree what day of the week it is. They're so riddled with internal conflict. But after three days, wow, sunshine comes out of the clouds. They all agree. They're all united on defining the problem and making a plan of action that they all, by consensus, agree to. Then the next phase is to learn how to solve functional problems together. I call the functional problems because systemic problems take longer and more people. First, learn to deal with low-lying fruit. Learn how to solve problems together so you feel comfortable dealing with other people, especially people that don't agree with you, especially people that have different interests than you. Well, you have to learn how to work with them and come to conclusions and joint conclusions that you're going to implement. Then what's the next step? Learning how to lead from bottom up. Usually leadership is top down. You teach people how to lead those below them. I say it's not good enough. We have to learn how to lead those that are above us because that's where the channels are clogged. That's where the problem is with the flow of energy. So we learn how to activate from below channels for problem solving. These are the first three steps, first three phases, diagnosis, functional problem solving, and what's called participative bottom-up leadership. What happens in these three steps? They learn how to work together. Excellent. Now what? Next step is like a new module to define the mission of the organization. Where are you going? Who are you? Which that's how it starts. You have to define first who you are before you go into where are you going. What business are you in? Or as I say it, lifting my hands like a preacher, asking if you die, who will cry? Who needs you? For whom do you exist? What are your clients? What are their needs? How do you satisfy them better than the competition or not? How will those needs change? And uh, we had a whole program on this radio. Please go to the archives. How to define corporate mission, so I don't need to repeat it. Now that we finish with where we are going, who are we? What's unique about us? What do we have to protect? What do we want to be remembered by when it's all over and we die, we are dead? These are all the things that we have to put it together to define the mission. Now we are ready to look at organization structure, architecture. How it should be designed to deliver that mission? You see, there is a sequence here, very clear sequence. It's systemic. When you finish organization structuring, how is the flow of information going to be? How is money going to flow? How is the budgetary process going to be? What is the government system of the organization? to make the, organi the new organization chart workable. And what happens after that? After that, we are ready to cascade the methodology to lower and lower levels. We pass the technology of the digital technology to people in the company. We license them, certify them, train them, support them, 
so that they can continue the process and cascade it to lower and lower levels of the organization all the way to the people on the on workers on the line. Now what? Now that the whole organization is activated, participative, no problems are being left unattended. If there is a problem at the bottom of the organization, it can easily flow up to the different meetings that are created below it, above it, and it, it will finally find its space where it has authority to make a decision and solve it. So nothing is left unattended. That's what I really want to tell you. The organization now is very flexible, open, but controllable. Open and controllable. Now we are ready to do strategic planning. A strategic planning means paradigm shifts. Getting out of our comfort zone. What are the new things we are going to do? Different things we are going to do. It's useless to do strategic planning when the structure is a mess, when people are afraid to talk, when the problems coming out of the woods and they are <laughs> above their lips, all the way above their nose, above their eyes in problems. They are sinking. Now we do strategic planning where we are going to go. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. What a waste of time. I don't know whether in this program I told you the story about my childhood, but I will right after the break. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Dr. Ishak Adesis is one of the leading management experts in the world. He has written 14 books that address the challenges facing top management. Books by Dr. Adesis can be found in 24 languages. They can be purchased at the Adesis store at www.adesis.com or on Amazon.com. Electronic versions are now available for three of the books, with more to come. These books reflect over 40 years of study in the fields of management and organizational change. Pick up a copy of one of the books for yourself or as a gift today. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now, toll-free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Top Leaf is a turnkey management development curriculum that consists of a set of 20 to 30-minute videos presented by Dr. Ishak Adesis, creator of the methodology and founder of the Adesis Institute. The Adesis methodology is considered by many to be a solid foundation for all organizational development. The Top Leaf curriculum is made up of three programs. Top Leaf can be used by individuals, by organizations, and by trainers and consultants looking for new content to offer their clients. For more information about Top Leaf, visit www.adesis.com. Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business.
You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to Yolanda at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. You see, uh, it's useless to do strategic planning when you have a messy organization structure, messy relationship, messy flow of information, messy control systems, but we do strategic planning. Pardon me for being vulgar, but I would say that putting a cherry on a pile of shit does not make it a cherry pie. It still is a pile of shit. So the base is to be right. It uses to work on the leaves when their roots are sick. Let me tell you a story from my childhood when I was in high school. In Israel, we were sent a high school delegation to France, to a youth camp. And then when the youth camp was over, summer camp, we all took a train, an all-night ride train from Biarritz, which is on the border of Spain, southern France, to Paris. And like all teenagers will do, we all tried to sleep in the same compartment. There was a space only for 10, but the 15 of us tried to sleep there. So someone the one each other lap, one hand on the right, one on the left, one foot there, one foot in. Boy, it took us two hours to fall asleep. As soon as we fell asleep, somebody said, Pipi, you want to go to the bathroom. Total conversion in the, in, the, in the train compartment. People screaming, you idiot, watch it, don't step on me, watch my foot. What are you doing? What's the hand? What, where are you going? Oh, my God. Everybody had to wake up because one person would want to go to a bathroom. In many organizations that are badly structured with bad relationships, it's easier to pee in your pants than to make a commotion to the whole organization. You need to go to the bathroom, but you realize you need the cooperation of this vice president and of that manager and this manager. You know something? It's not worth it to put a political fight. Sit there and let it go. What does it mean, let it go? That's why in many bureaucratic organizations, people are dressed in dark suits. It does not show that they are peeing in their pants. Why? Because they cannot move. They cannot make change. It's too politically dangerous. But eventually what's going to happen in such a frozen organization? Everybody pees in his pants. Finally, somebody says, you know what? This organization stinks. And he's right. And now because it stinks, we hire a consultant to tell us what to do, how we should change our culture, how we should change our strategy, how we should change our direction. Now, where is the consultant sitting? He's not in the compartment. He's outside of the train. And he sits in his beautiful office, studies the problem, 
and eventually for a very high fee, submits a report which he gives through the window to the people sitting in that compartment. And the report with beautiful tables and charts says, don't go to Paris. The better solution is go to Rome. Now people read the report and they say, he's absolutely right. There's better business in Rome than in Paris. But I cannot go to the bathroom and he wants me to now change trains? So what happens to that report, which was very expensive? They file it. That's what happens. People talk about it, but they file it. Very little, if anything, gets implemented. Why? Because structure causes strategy. Tell me what is the political structure of the company, and I will tell you what the strategy is going to be. So the first thing you have to do before you start doing strategic planning is rearrange how people sit in the compartment. Create better teamwork and communication. Let people go to the bathroom without being cursed at. Now that you change the culture and the relationship and the organizational structure, they'll be flexible and willing to change. Now we can do strategic planning. That's why strategic planning for me in my methodology, in this and this is sympathetic methodology, is phase Nine, not how consulting firms do. First, define the goals, and then strategy, and then structure. Huh. Beautiful, bravo, but does not happen. Logical, but it does not happen. Why? Because people are holding onto their chairs. That's why. So that this methodology is systemic, participative, Therapeutic. What else is unique to the disease methodology? We do the structure much, much later. Sorry, much earlier. Strategy much later. So it's not strategy driving structure. It's the structure driving st strategy. Because if the structure is not amenable to change, strategic planning is a waste of money. Waste of effort. What else? In order to make good decisions, we need the people that know about the subject to come together and talk about it, plus people that are going to implement it so they have a very big interest in what is being decided, plus the people that have authority to decide because they represent the hierarchy. Putting this group together called CAP into the room to make a decision and implement it later on is not that easy. Why? Because they have differences of interest. Authority wants maximum profitability in the short run. Power, usually the workers, they want maximum security at work and best, the best conditions at work. So they fight management. And those that have the information, the technocrats, want research budgets, best computers, professionalization, now what? How do you work with such a group of people? How do you work with diversity of interest? How do you work with diversity of style? So now what we need is rules of the game. We need the rules how the meetings are going to be handled so that this diversity does not become dysfunctional, but on the opposite, it becomes functional. Constructive rather than destructive.
Dojde simpačetika dizajn metodology we have lots of rules. Who speaks when, how, how not to, at what sequence. There are whole rules. And please realize there is no participation in anything without rules. One of the first things kids do when they start playing is they make rules. And when do they start fighting with somebody broke the rules? Show me any endeavor where people participate and I will show you rules. So I created rules. Synthetic methodology is rules. For instance, we start on time. If you are late, you have to pay a penalty which goes to, 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 no, to people, the poor people. It's a donation. Why? Because making a decision is like cooking. Just imagine you cook a very sophisticated dish, and just before you serve it, a new potato shows up, and it gets put into the dish. Oh my God, you will destroy the dish. Same thing here. We spend hours, maybe days, discussing a problem, just as we are finishing, a new participant comes in and says, what are you discussing? No, I don't agree with you. I think it's a bad decision. Oh, my God, start all over again. So, no, we have rules. We all start on time. We all end on time. You, are, you cannot interrupt somebody else talking. You have to listen. You talk when your name is called, so that when it means when the right to speak is being transferred to you. So this methodology is participative, has rules of conduct. It is symbiotic, symbiotic and synergetic, participative, psychotherapeutic in character, systematic. Because of all these characteristics, so, much, so many paradigm shifts, it takes a long time to train. We established a business graduate school for the study of change and leadership, where we give recognized by the government that we are allowed to do that. We give masters and doctorates in clinical organizational transformation, actually in doctorates in the business methodology for leading organizational change. It's not as simple as, come on, guys, let's be reasonable and talk. It's much more than that. You have to know how to dismantle conflicts, how to make people hear each other, how to come to conclusions that everybody can support and the decisions that be implemented. Honestly, it's a three-year doctoral program and all that these uh, certified people around the world, most of them are doctoral students and they're going to get a doctorate soon after being trained in the digital methodology. Let's take a break. All right, so as you can see, this methodology is uh, not just another idea, not another fad. We give doctorates in the subject. People write dissertations on the subject. It's a clinical program with internship, with supervision, with ethical standards. And uh, we practice it. It is also like in medicine. It's called evidence-based, which means it has been tested in the field. And we have annual conventions where we exchange information and knowledge, successes and failures, so that we perfect the methodology further and further and deeper and deeper. It is a profession. 
And for those of you interested in learning, it's www.adizesgraduateschool.org. Or write to www.adizes.com, to the institute. It has been practiced in 52 countries of the world over 44 years with a tremendous success. And now we are testing it in Russia, which is not easy, I must tell you, because breaking down the autocratic style of management, making it participative, open, transparent, participative, supportive, based on mutual trust and respect, this is a high, tall order requirement. And I'm personally here testing it, how it will work in this country. And so far, much to report, but no successes yet that I'm proud of that will have to wait a little bit longer. I wish you well, and I hope that you write to me because, again, as I said, nobody is writing, so I don't know, does anybody listen to this program? I wish I would know, I would at least, I know that there are hundreds of the statistics, I have hundreds of people listening but I would like to get more reaction. Please write to me to Ichak, I-C-H-A-K, at Adizes, A-D-I-Z-E-S, dot com. would like to hear what your reaction is to the tape, to the program. Thank you very much, and see you next week. Thank you again for joining us this week for Adizes Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adizes. Please tune in again next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, enjoy your weekend and a successful week. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management 